Well, welcome back to the Tough Questions for God Sunday morning broadcast. I want to thank you for joining me this morning, and I want to encourage you to share this broadcast with others, uh, repost it on your timeline, share the toughquestionsforgod.org website with others, and there's lots of different resources there that hopefully you and your friends will find uh, advantageous. So just check it out and just share it with other people. If you remember last week, we started a brand new series, and the series was titled, Jesus Wasn't Kidding. You know, if you think about it, and you think about all the things that Scripture records, and you think about all the different things that Jesus probably said during his whole ministry time here on the earth, you know, there's just a fraction of that that is recorded for us in the Scriptures. And with God being omnipotent and in, in charge of everything, really, you know, the things that got recorded in Scripture, I would have to assume that God says, these are kind of important. I want you to know these. I want you to remember these. Think these things through. So we're going to take a look at some more of that here uh, today as well as over the next few weeks. This, this Scripture story today comes out of the book of Matthew in chapter 20. Jesus told his disciples this parable. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landover who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual, usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard to work. But when it was about nine o'clock, he saw others standing by idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, you also can go into my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. And when he went out again about noontime, and about three, he did the same thing. And at about five o'clock he went out and found others still standing around. And he said to them, Why are you still standing here idle all day? And they said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last worked for only about an hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. And then he replied to them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same that I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am a generous man? So the last will be first and the first will be last. You know, or are you envious because I'm generous? This parable deals with two different character traits. First, the generosity of God, and secondly, the selfishness of human nature. 
you know, the harvest in those days had a limited time to get uh, to get harvested and to get it in. Before the rains destroyed the crops, uh, landowners would usually hire people at a daily wage. And, you know, it was unusual that that all of the workers were not there in the morning. I don't know why. You know, maybe some of them came from somewhere else. Maybe they had other things going on. Who knows? You know, the hiring that took place, uh, those that worked the full day agreed to the normal daily wage. And those that worked less, you know, they agreed to whatever was right. And the landowner was a responsible person. He was just and he was honest. And why were all of them not available first thing in the morning? Who knows? Maybe some were lazy. Maybe some were tired. Maybe some had a second job. Maybe they were taking care of aged parents or who knows? There's all kinds of reasons. But at the end of the day, the last to be hired were also paid first and they received a full day's wage. They all received a full day's wages. You know, it could have been that the late hires again were were absent for some legitimate reason. Or maybe they were just handicapped. Who knows? Maybe they weren't as strong as the other ones, you know, that bore the heat of the day. It really didn't make any difference to the landover. You know, when it comes to discontent in our life, it's easy to become discontented with what we have. And, you know, God's economy, when you think about it and you start comparing what you have and others have, God's economy is much different than our economy. We want fairness. We want things to be, you know, orderly and we want an assurance of order and predictability and we want control of things. And and we, we like things that are established in a hierarchy. Well, fairness, of course, is based on what you deserve how hard you work, and how you work to achieve the goal or what it is that you are being paid for. Today, we live in a wage-based society, and you get, what you, you get what you earned. What happens when divine goodness trumps human fairness? That's when you get today's parable. You see, today's parable, it demonstrates the generosity of God. God is not a respecter of humankind. You know, as we stand before God, we are all sinful and wretched human beings before him, deserving nothing but his punishment. But God chooses to reward people in various different ways, very generous ways many times. You know, the wages and the grace in opposition. Today's parable suggests that wages and grace stand in op opposition. Think about that. There are two opposing views. The degree to which the parable strikes us as being unfair is also the degree to which our life and our worldview is wage-based. A wage-based worldview allows little room for grace in our own lives and in the lives of others. But that is not the way God is. God is a generous and a giving and a loving God. Grace is dangerous. It reverses business as usual, so to speak, which is what those men that worked in the vineyard encountered. So the last will be first, and the first will be last. 
That's not how a wage-based society works. The world says that the last are last and the first are first because that's who deserves it. And our understanding of fairness, however, does not seem to have the priority of the kingdom of heaven, where grace is the rule and not the exception. You know, grace, grace recognizes that there's more to you than just who you are and what it is that you've done or you've left undone. Grace reveals the goodness of God. This parable should be one of those driving forces in the heart of a Christian that lets them understand that in God we can trust. And God is not only just and fair, but God is so gracious with everything that he has and that he shares with each one of us. You know, grace reveals the goodness of God. Grace seeks unity and blessings. Wages make distinctions and they separate people. Grace just simply happens because of the person that's offering it. Grace requires that we show up and open ourselves to receive what God is doing and what God is giving. Think about that. If you experience the grace of God, you need to open your heart to who he is and what he's offering and what he's giving to you. And don't be surprised when it's abundant and when it's more than just what you earned or what you feel like you deserved. It doesn't work that way. When we open our hearts to God's grace, we start to see the world much differently. Grace reminds us that you know, we're not nearly as self-sufficient or as deserving or as independent, you know, as a wage-based society would have us believe. Our worth is not dependent upon productivity at all. Grace says that each person is more than their behavior, more than their looks, more than their accomplishments, or more than their failures, too. The tragedy of a wage-based living in this world is... It blinds us to the grace of God, the life that God wants us to live. It makes us resentful of grace sometimes. And it makes us resentful of the beauty in this life that God has offered to us. The first hires saw themselves as different and more deserving than those that were hired later on in the day. And they grumbled against the landover. You know, they even made the comment, well, those last ones only work for an hour. You know, the truth is, <laughs> they're not much different from each other. Neither group owned the vineyard. Both groups of people, all those groups of people needed jobs. All of them were given, you know, the opportunity to go to work first thing in the morning. They were invited in regardless. It didn't make any, any difference who they were or what they looked like or anything else. They all had the same opportunity. The one thing that separates the first hired from the last hired, this distinction is that not, what they, not the time that they worked. You know, it, it's the terms under which they entered into the vineyard. The first hired agreed to the usual daily wage. The distinction here is this. It's not what time they showed up for work. It's the terms under which they entered the vineyard. You see, the first hired entered after agreeing to the usual daily wage. Okay. 
but they shortchanged themselves a little bit. You know, apparently the landowner uh, was willing to pay more than just the usual daily wage, a full day's wages, for less than a full day's work. That's not fair, we might say. No, it's not. But it's grace. It's absolutely grace. The later hires, the ones that came at 9 or noon or 3 p.m. or even 5 p.m., they didn't negotiate at all. They entered the vineyard trusting that they would be paid whatever is right. And they were. But they were also compensated more because of the landowner's grace, how he wanted to bless them, how he wanted to share the, the resources and the materials and the things that he had. He was a grateful man, and he wanted to share that gratitude with other people in your life. You know, it's one of the, the biggest tragedies that I see as a pastor in this world. And that is people that look at their relationship with God as kind of a wage-based relationship. You know, if I turn to God and I believe in God and I do godly stuff or churchy things or whatever, then I feel like I'm owed compensation. God will always give you. He will always give you whatever is owed. And trust me, he will not, never owe any of us much at all because of who we are in our imperfectness. But God is a God of grace and of love. And he will choose and always chooses to bless his people more richly than what they could ever imagine. I want you to remember that. Remember this story as, as you go throughout your week this week. And remember that, you know, when it comes to your relationship with God, it's not so much about working for it. You know, the people that we, that we see in here in this story that were, that were treated very well and received a full day's wages, they trusted in the landowner. They trusted in him and they gave him their best regardless of whether or not they had a legitimate reason for not being there early in the morning or not. It didn't really make any difference. I want you to see that God operates the same way. You know, you do your best for God. You trust in God, believe in God, uh, give God all the faith that you can muster up, and God will bless you richly. But don't look at your relationship with God as something that's owed, because all you'll ever get is a day's wage. Friends, thank you for joining me today. I hope and I pray that this was meaningful for you. Just keep thinking it over and pondering it through the week. And don't forget to share this video with others. Thanks and God bless. And I'll see you next week.